Ken Segura keeps an eye on everything uh, Georgia Tech athletics and joins us now on the waitfor.com hotline. Uh, Ken, first of all, happy Labor Day. Yes. And thanks for getting up and joining Thank us you. this morning. Thank you, sir. Sure. I should say, I actually remember that episode of The Honeymoon. See? <laughs> I'm telling you. Yeah. Ralph was, River. Yeah. yeah, Ralph was going on a game show, and Norton was his piano right. player teaching him the songs, but he always started off each song with playing the Swanee River, and it aggravated Ralph, and then that was the one he went on and missed up. There. One of these days. Yeah. One of these days. <laughs> anyway, Ken, uh, again, how yeah. have you been? We haven't talked to you in a while, and uh, this is, you know, the this is like the best time of year for you, right? It is, yeah. I've been doing well to answer first question, um, but yeah, it's um, this is the the you know the sport that you know our readers and your listeners, I'm sure, care about the most, uh, at least as far as college athletics goes. And so uh, it's fun, yeah. We're gonna. It's a long time to wait to see what this team's gonna do. There's obviously um, not a ton of optimism, but but it's always interesting. You never you never quite know with college football. Well, Ken, we'll talk, let's talk for, uh, start first of all with the offense and the fact that a new coach was added to work with, uh, with the, co- the quarterback over there. Uh, Chris Winkie has come over to Georgia right. Tech. And talk about what we expect that to have. Can, what can we look for that will show his, his fingerprint uh, on this offense tonight? Sure. Uh, well, yeah, so uh, after last season, um, you know, Jeff Collins made some changes, uh, one of which included – uh, firing his uh, officer coordinator, uh, Dave Patnode, and he brought in Chip Long, who had, I guess, most notably been in Notre Dame for three years and had a good run there. And then one thing he, one other thing he did was hire Chris Winkie, uh to be uh, the quarterbacks coach, particularly for Jeff Sims. Um, it was anything he said that you know the beginning of the preseason. He said he specifically hired both those guys with, with, uh, with Jeff Collins and or just Jeff Sims in mind, which you don't know always do at the college level, but. Um, but I think one thing that, um, you know, Chris Monkey has come here with is, is a reputation, I guess, as someone who, who's, you know, hard, you know, is going to go hard to the details, a stickler, um, you know, isn't going to, you know, be, be a soft coach, I guess. And um, so I think one thing that essentially you're, you're going to see from Jeff Sims, um, hopefully for, for text cases, you know, just all the, the fundamentals and all those things, you know, knowing the playbook inside and out and having the good footwork and, and you know, throwing from a throwing with balance, all those things. I think if he's doing those things better, throwing accurately, then I think that to some credit that, that goes back to, to Chris Winky. Ken Segura joining Sam and Greg here, Sports Radio, 929 the game, 929 game.com. Coming off a of season, these guys were um, what, three and nine last year, six and two in the ACC. What is it that you hope to see, changing perception, or there's an actual chance that this offense is going to look different than what we perceive? Because I don't, I don't know what the identity is with this Georgia Tech team. I'll be honest with you. And so, as you talk about the changes and the coaching staff and and trying to tweak things here and there, what can we expect to see differently um, from this Georgia Tech team as they head into this season? Um, well, offensively. Uh... Chip Long, uh, his his kind of um, signature, I guess. They they play fast, uh, and they I'm sure they have a lot of RPO. Uh, they they typically um, use a lot of two tight end stuff, or often do. And, those, and I imagine this with this off, just with where the strength of the team is. I'm sure you'll see a lot of two running back stuff also. But um, I think you know that you know he's, he, as I imagine a lot of coaches do. He talked about being physical and. And, uh, and and playing fast and that, but um, and just as a team, you know, 
I, I think you want to avoid some of the mistakes that they, they've made, particularly on the defensive end. Uh, they've talked a lot about just communication errors last year, really costing them, particularly in the secondary. So I think guys just being in the right place, I, I think if they can do that, that's, that's a step forward consistently. Um, and, uh, yeah, and, and just, you know, certainly overall, what you want is be more competitive. You know, they've, as uh, Tech fans well remember, the last two the last time we saw the team, they, they were losing – you know, 55 nothing to Notre Dame and 45 nothing to to Georgia, uh, both very good teams. But you know, you just can't do that um, and and expect to to you know be able to ha- have your regime continue too much longer. Uh, so yeah, so obviously Clemson's a very good team. They're four in the country, and uh, you know, obviously winning is a tall order. But certainly, you want to see this team, you know, push Clemson and and you know make make us fall a little bit and you know potentially win. Spending time on the waitfor.com hotline this morning with Ken Segura. He is social. You can find him on Twitter at KSegura, AJC, all lowercase, KSegura, AJC. One of the things that Tech has needed to bolster and, and, and improve has been play on the interior offensive line. They're facing a pretty big challenge. That defensive line for Clemson is very talented. But talk about tonight the fact that the O-line needs to really go and have, and have its best effort. And what have been your observations uh, or watching them work out and prepare for this game, Ken? Um, yeah, you, you're absolutely right. Uh, Clemson may have the best defensive line in the country, uh, and that's not at all, you know, exaggeration or a stretch of anything. Uh, they've got, you know, guys, there's a couple guys that I think will be first-round picks in, in the spring, and, and they're deep. Uh, and, yeah, and unfortunately for Tech, offensive line is not an area where you'd say they're strong. They lost three starters. Uh, including probably their best lineman, Devin Cochran, who made the he's, a, he's on the practice spot with the Bengals, um, and uh, and they replaced some guys with guys that haven't played a ton, um, and you know, so that's a, that's definitely a question mark uh, in, in camp. You know, you didn't see a ton of stuff, but uh, you know, I, I the one thing I think you probably will see is that at guard. They'll, they'll rotate some guys. One interesting is one one of them interestingly is, is a walk on Joe Fusel, um, who's a kid who's actually never played a college snap. So that kind of speaks a little bit to kind of the challenge they face. But um, but yeah, Frankie, the line coach, is, says that he's very confident in what they can do and they can be a part of a winning team, uh, contribute to a winning team. So we'll see if if that's the case. But yeah, to to go back to what you said, a, a huge huge challenge for that line uh, starting tonight. Hey, Ken, when you sit around with your friends and coworkers and, and people in the business or just, you know, who you ever talk to at the barbershop, what do you guys or what do you think of the changing landscape of college football uh, conferences and bringing in people from one end of the country to the next? Uh, mm. Traditions are, are, are flushed down the toilet. But let's focus more on what you think the ACC is going to look like. We, you know, we know what the SEC is <laughs> doing. We know what the Big Ten's like. But what is the fate of of the ACC, and here's what my my real question is: Is there ever a conversation where this conference thinks about what could happen in 2025 when this current contract ends? And is there a go for a Notre Dame? You got everything else from this program, but whoever lands that nugget is really going to benefit as a conference. Were you to get that team? What's your thoughts on the future of the ACC? Boy, um, yeah, it's. Uh... It's not like the the healthiest outlook, certainly. Um, you know, with the SEC and the Big Ten seemingly growing stronger and, and looking to add more teams, I think everyone thinks that obviously there's a ton of not, not a ton. There's certainly teams in the SEC in the ACC that that either conference could would would be interested in uh, for different reasons. 
but yeah, I, I think you know George, the ACC, excuse me, is at a point where it, it really has to kind of figure out what's what's our way forward. Unfortunately, or fortunately, whatever is for good or bad, it's it's a lot about what you know. Can they make more money? Um, I think some of that has to do with you know their their future depends to some degree. I think on on can they they the, the teams that were supposed to carry this conference you know for years specifically Miami, Florida State, and and I guess now Clemson, can they be teams that compete and, and you know, have the sort of uh, following and, and viewing audiences that, you know, schools in the SEC and the Big Ten have had, and they can do that, then that's maybe a way forward. And, you know, yeah, Notre Dame is obviously a big piece of the puzzle. Um, they, they've been a, a member of the conference for everything but, but football. Um trying to figure out like what would be the appeal. I mean, certainly Notre Dame, I think maybe academically fits in, in the big 10, excuse me, in the ACC, but you know, the money in the, in the big 10 in there, obviously then a school in the Midwest um, in which the big 10 mostly is uh, that it's hard to, I'd be hard to pass up if, if yeah, Notre but... Dame were to, to give it up as independence. But, uh, but yeah, so it's, it's, that's like a huge piece and they got to, I guess for their, for their own, uh, future i guess yeah the acc let's figure out the way to to bring them in if, if that does happen yeah kim i was going to ask you about the game last night and how big uh, how big was that win for florida state um and not saying they're going to be national championship contenders this season right. but how important is it for a program like florida state to be relevant because a win like that last night makes florida right. state relevant yeah yeah that's a team um, mike norvell coaching them that's a team that i think people are uh, undecided, I guess, on, on what this team can be uh, with him, particularly as, as coach. And yeah, to, to win in in you know in the state of Louisiana against LSU, uh, you know, playing really well for that matter, is is really big. Uh, they you know actually that's team the Tech plays later on in the season, but um, but yeah, so I I would think that 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 speaks well their chances to finish in the top twenty five and and be competitive in the conference. You know, you're talking about. Um... <laughs> what Florida State did. Of course, we've been talking about Clemson in this matchup tonight against Georgia Tech, but did you ever think that we'd be talking about a team at the top of the Coastal Division and North Carolina and watching Mac Brown dance around the way he did the other night there? <laughs> I mean, North Carolina's ascent in football, uh, it's got to make you just kind of shake your head a little bit, doesn't it? Uh, yeah, I mean, it, this is actually, yeah, this is a big season for them too. Uh, and, you know, yeah, they they did beat up, but, but not by much and, and barely. Uh, so, yeah, this is another, yeah, they're a team that loaded in recruiting, uh, have a ton of advantages. And, uh, and yeah, so this, they've got to show it too. But, yeah, it's, uh, they were they were at the top, or I mean at the top, but they were, they were close to the top when he was there a long time ago. And if, if they get there again, that's another thing that helps the conference. But, uh, yeah, it's uh, – I, I, I'd like him. He seems like a good guy, and and you know, I hopefully, hopefully they'll figure it out for their sake. But yeah, it's a, it changes things when when they're when they're going well. Yeah, yeah. Before spending time talking with Ken Segura, getting set for Georgia Tech to take on uh, Clemson. Are they going to wear the new unis tonight? I know they got a, they, they got a new look for this season, right? Well, one of the many looks. They do, yeah. They're, they're a little bit different than what they've worn last few years. Uh, and that's some, yeah, they, I think they're going uh, blue jerseys, dark blue jerseys and pants. Um, I don't know if you'll be tell they're not super super different, but yeah, a little bit different. Like I'm sure it's recruiting and and what the kids want and that sort of thing. But uh, yeah, the dark blue dark blue jerseys tomorrow or tonight rather. 
All right. All right. We'll be watching for that and be watching for what you have to say about it. Right? Yeah, of course, I'll follow you on Twitter during the game and see what you're putting out there. Uh, uh, but thanks so much for the time spending with us. Long day. Yeah, it is. And, and hope you have some good news to report for us tonight, all right? Give you some an extra cup of coffee. Right, thank you.